Hi, welcome back to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. We are your hosts, Kiara and Yesenia. And in this space, we're getting unfiltered about life, womanhood, parenthood, and all the other shit in between. So please stay tuned and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lifeslemonade.unfiltered. Enjoy. Welcome back, Lemon Drops. It's Yesenia. And Kiara. And we are having major technical difficulties today. Not. I feel like... 50% 50% of our episodes, we start that way. <laughs> oh, it's so true. But you don't know until you try it. And so, yeah, 50% because it's half We've been likelihood for- that it will work easily. And when it doesn't, it's a frustrating thing. I mean, I think f- technology is so frustrating. So frustrating. <laughs> stares blankly into each other's eyes um, i thought mercury retrograde was over but i i don't know when is, is when are we supposed to be out of it i think it's done i don't know doesn't feel like it but anyway we are here and we're just barely here i think today has been one of those runaround days that it just seems never ending and you look back on it and it feels like three days in one do you ever feel like yes. that yes yeah it's like how is it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday on Monday. Well, what's today? Tuesday. <laughs> See? My yeah. brain is frazzled with the days, and it's just like getting so close to the end of the school year. Oh, my God. It's scaring me. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. I know. Malaya said the other day, she was like, we only have three weeks till we're out of school. And I was like, what? She's like, we get out June 2nd. I'm like, that's longer than that. And I'm like, no, it's not. Oh. It's so close. And... I just say I'm in sh- denial slash shock of how fast this year's gone. It's school year. It's gone so fast. Do you, as a mom, think about a year as a school year or a fiscal year? Mm, yeah, I guess a school year. Yeah. Because when I talk to like p- other people, they think of it as a fiscal year. And I'm like, oh, no, I mean, like, like September, August to June. I feel that's like my we've, year. Had, we've had this conversation, too, about like how you visualize your calendar in your head. Oh and my gosh, mine would like, be like a zigzaggy, like, I don't know, random chart, not a calendar. How do you visualize the months of the year? Like a zigzaggy <laughs> cal- <laughs> What? What? When you're like looking at your calendar. At I don't look head. at my calendar in, in my head. head. You know what I visualize? What? My work schedule. And I only visualize three days at a time. No, but if you're thinking like January to December, how does your calendar look? Like, all, are you one all of those way- people that doesn't see images in their head, or do you see images? No, I do. So, but like for me, it's like calendar, just endless days. <laughs> no, but months, January through December. It's like a long scroll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Everybody visualizes What's yours it differently. Like? It's like January, February, March, April, May, June, and then July, August, September, October, November, December, and then it goes back to like January. a clock with the numbers but that are all skewed. Only half a clock, and the summer takes up most of the circle. That's very interesting. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what that means. I think because we're it's the school year, like Jan- yeah. But I don't. I, I don't know. I guess for me, it's like the. The you know like when the Star Wars movies start and it's like the endless <laughs> writing that just like disappears and this is funny coming from me because I've never watched Star Wars but I know that that's what it is yeah that's what my calendar looks like in my head I my mom visualizes it as 
January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. I mean, I can see that in boxes. Three boxes. Yeah. I can see that. Like three times four is 12. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You just added math to the calendar. I fucking count lanes. Yes. I add math where it doesn't even matter. Okay. Well. Oh, that tells you everything you need to know about being a mother, though, if my summer feels very long. It takes up most of the circle. I love the summer because I just get to flow. I yeah. feel like I flow so much more in the summer than during the school year. I feel like I used to love the summer, but... As a child. I'm it's easy to love everything as a, a child. You don't have responsibility. Here. You are going to have a summer. Why not? Because I'm working. Yeah, but I don't, but no, but I mean, like, before I started working, like, it was nice to just, like, spend days at the pool yeah, with the kids. True. Like, I don't During get to do that day. anymore. That's so true. It's going to be your first summer of a big adjustment. Because even when I worked, when we lived in Chicago, I worked at a school, so I was off in the summer. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is get a job at a school. I don't want to work at a school. I don't want to work with kids. Do you want to work with kids? Fuck no. Kids. That's why I take my kids to school. That's why I don't homeschool. That is, I, feel like I really that's... wish I had it in me to homeschool because I see the benefits. I, I do. I see the way my sister's done it. And it's so amazing as a mother that you could see your child's gifts and their struggles and be able to like pinpoint it and guide them on, on those things. Like my sister used to say, you know, I know he's good at math, so we don't spend as much time on it. But in literature, like we got to we really got to work on that. Yeah. So, no, I see that. But I don't think I have the patience to. Oh, I know. Other I... people's children at school. Yeah. Oh, like if you worked because I feel like that's a lot of people's <laughs> suggestions when you're like, my kids are in school, but I still only yeah. have like nine to three or nine to two thirty hours right. because then they're I gotta yeah. drop them off and I got to pick them up. And most people's suggestions are work at the school doing like being an aide or Mm -hmm. stuff like that because it fits in that schedule, which is great. But I know myself well enough to know that I would not have the patience for that job. But then again, if they're not your kids, do you care as much? Yeah, because I feel like there are certain teachers and um, people who work at the school that interact with my kids that are like, you you shouldn't be working here if you're going to have that attitude toward the kids. And I feel like... When like, I see that happening, I wouldn't want my kids to be around someone who so doesn't want to be there. So basically, why would I... it's do the job that you love. Yeah. Because if you don't, it fucking shows. Yeah, I wouldn't do that job just to fit the hour. I would. I mean, yeah. I would if I had to, like if I needed to work to survive and I needed yeah. money. But I don't think it's doing the kids good to be around them if Absolutely I don't want to be there. That just goes to show you, like, if you don't have passion for anything, whether it's on the you know, whatever is considered a bottom scale job to the top. If you don't enjoy it, it's going to show and it's going to leak out into how you interact with the people you're interacting with. Yeah. It's like when you run into someone or talk to someone in customer service and they're a bitch and it's like, why are you working in customer service? I'm sorry. I asked you a question. I thought it was your job to answer. (laughs) Like, Am I interrupting you? You know what? It's funny. I've gone into, there's a local boba place. Every time I walk in there, all the girls in there are on their phones, like literally standing in place like teenagers. Uh, yeah, like dead, dead in the brain. And as soon as they see me, they start scurrying, like looking to see what to do. And I'm like, that's right. If I was your boss, I would be sitting in here and teaching you guys how to work. It's ridiculous. That, that is crazy. I could three employees standing around. I'm sure there's something to be cleaned. 
I have I have contemplated reaching out to the owner. Well, you should. I hate to be that person though, but okay, oh, I just. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Okay. What? 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 No, the, no. This what? That was a big. Think oh of something god. that I witnessed today, and I forgot to um, I forgot to write it down. But okay, go go on. You I hate to be that person. Going. I hate to be that person, but I feel like this is a small business, and what I know, like my my teen is working now, and she's making money. She's making fifteen seventy five an hour plus That's tips. Insane. Okay, and. She, from what she tells me, is really having to hustle. It's a busy place. Yeah. But her customer service skills are on point so much that they've told her. We notice we get more tips on, the, you know, like when you go to. Yeah. yeah. And when you're working. And oh, because of that, we're going to give you a higher percentage of tips. Oh. And so she's like feeling. She's like, Mom, all I do is talk to people and help them and like give them suggestions. But the fact that other young kids don't know how to do that, it's alarming. And it's because their lives are in their fucking phones. Yeah, they don't know how to have a conversation with a stranger. Yeah. So a simple conversation. So as a small business owner, I have three employees that I'm paying around to stand and do what? Talk like not be washing all these things that need to be washed. Like Like they literally all have so much they all have had like a tray of something in their hand, like in between their body with their phones in their hand. Oh my gosh. That seems like a lot of work to do. Yeah. While you're at work. Like, why don't you just do your job and you guys can talk (laughs) to each other because that's what it's supposed to be for also is interaction. Yeah. Cause you know, working isn't just about making money. It's about learning from the people you work with and the, the people that you interact with that come in, the customers like, there's, learning to work as a team, learning to work. Yeah, there's, that's what I would tell Alexia. Like when you get a job, it's not just about you getting a job. It's about like it's, it's a whole nother exposure to world that you wouldn't come in contact with. Yeah. Normally. Yeah, I agree. Um, OK, so speaking of you not wanting to be that person, oh God. I was in the grocery store today uh-huh. picking up stuff on my way home from work for dinner. And I'm walking in the back because I like in the back aisle where all like the milk and the cheese mm-hmm. and everything was. And I see this girl walking in front of me. She's like, I don't know if she was a teenager or if she was like 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah. And she has a basket like she's carrying the grocery store basket with stuff in it. Mm-hmm. She has a backpack on. She's like kind of like I'm sure you can imagine the type but like a little goth has like yeah. black stockings okay. on yeah a plaid purple skirt her hair's dyed black and it's super frizzy bangs okay. so not that it matters but um so but she, i like the description so she's walking in front of me and she turns the corner and i'm getting something out of a refrigerator and she turns the corner to where the bathrooms are but where you turn the corner to the bathrooms is also like this cart with all the expired stuff or about to oh yeah uh-huh. so i was like huh like maybe she's just shopping for expired stuff yeah so i walk by no she went into the bathroom with her basket full of stuff do you think she put it in her backpack that was my thought it's what are you doing in there and like there's a huge sign that says no merchandise (laughs) in the bathroom Mm -hmm. but like also like if i had to go i would go (laughs) you know like maybe she was having but she didn't seem like she was urgently running to the bathroom Mm -hmm. so then i thought in my head like I'm just gonna mind my business. <laughs> my job business. That's but I'm kind of like looking around, like, <laughs> and then I was checking out, and she comes walking out and walks out of the store. Mm. And I just had the thought in my head, like, would you go and tell the store person, like, 
But I don't think they. But can they do can't that. do anything. I've I've actually witnessed twice now theft happen in front of like they literally just walk out with handfuls of things yeah. and they can't do anything. So in my head, I was thinking like, would I like go up to her and be like, if you can't pay for those things, like here's twenty dollars or something? Because yeah. also maybe she's starving right. and she doesn't have the money, so that's sad. But it's also like mind-boggling how mm-hmm. easy it is that to people do that. just do it and that there are people that don't have enough conscience to not do it because it's so easy like i i'm sure there are some instances where it's desperation because they can't afford literally yeah. food mm-hmm. but i think a lot of it too is they don't have a conscience and they don't have if they're not if they're not caught then they don't I think it's all of that. I think it's they are in the position that unfortunately they have to steal food. But and I don't even also know. I think they do it very consciously because I I heard about this actually. I forget where I listened to it. I don't know if it was part of a book. I don't know. I listened to so much shit. I can't <laughs> keep track, but um it was the thought that a person that came to this earth and committed all the crimes and did all the bad things and that was the way that they like rectified their purpose here. Like they might get to spirituality or wholeness quicker than the person that has come in and chosen an easy path because they put themselves in situations that lead them to some really traumatic yet mind opening things that makes them go, Whoa, I'm living my life completely fucked up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the same can be said for, like, recovering addicts and recovering yeah. alcoholics. They, it's like, usually it's a complete 180. But how many, what are the percentage of people that get, make it to that? Because most of them, I feel like, don't. Yeah. But but if we're talking about, like, what do you do? I think it's a personal call. I think there have been times I've reported things, um, not, just, not just as far as, like, shoplifting goes, but... Uh, I caught a guy like taking a picture of a woman's skirt, you know, like that kind of stuff. I don't stand for it and I'll speak up. And Will and I have actually had disagreements about this because he's like, what if they like have a a weapon and they come after you? Because there have been times where I've like almost gone and interfered with domestic violence. What sounds like that. And I'm super sensitive to it. So I react. And I'm like, I'm not just going to sit here and do nothing because this is how people die when everybody just stands around and records it. nothing, yeah. I don't believe in that. I think that's, you are failing your human species if you see something and someone getting hurt and you don't do anything about it. Yeah. So, yeah. And I don't, and I'm willing to risk my life for it. Yeah. I think the thought, oh my God. Get those hands out of the thought that crossed my mind was not so much like her specifically and whatever she had in her bag, but more generally. like how easy it was to do that and how many people are doing it a day. Mm-hmm. And like looking around the store and just nobody really cares. Yeah. Or I'm sure they care, but they just they it's like, yeah, that happens three or four times a day, probably. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, but I watched and I was like, hmm, I don't even think it was food in her basket. It yeah. It was probably like I've never seen anyone um, like do it like that. Yeah, but I was like, I watched her turn the corner and I was yeah. like, oh, she's going with that basket. That's where the bathroom is. And I was like, oh, she's probably 
standing yeah. there looking at the expired food thing yeah. and then i walked by and i was like oh no she's gone she went in the bathroom and then you know the thing is if you wanted to entertain that if she's in the position if she's that young what's her story was she kicked off from home yeah does she you know like she what literally has nothing literally has nothing and yeah. so you just start to i mean i mean it comes down to compassion is yeah if somebody's doing that that really sucks but if especially if the store isn't willing to do anything it's like all you can say is like, I see you. Yeah. That, that more than anything will, and that's what I was telling Will is like, when you acknowledge people that are doing things, like I recently, I um, said something to someone that raised their voice and I just, if you do that, they will be caught off guard enough and be like, oh shit, people are watching. Yeah. So they typically that kind of person that does that anyway cares what other people think because they choose strategically what to do and when to do it. Yeah. Right. I know. Cause I also thought like, Oh, maybe I'll just walk into the bathroom and like see what she's doing. Yeah. And then I was like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah. I wouldn't say anything. I don't know. What would I do? So I, didn't, I think but it's I just, just thought it was that knowing look. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I, and so one time it was funny. We went to Chick-fil-A and there was this group of like six little teenage girls, maybe like 14 or so 13, 14. They were young and they were all sitting there eating and they were like, okay, let's go, blah, blah, blah. And um, one of them goes, do we have to pick up our trash or can we leave it here? And the other girls are like, no, we're picking it up. And she's like, well, isn't that their job? And so I looked up and I said, if it's your trash, you throw it away, girlfriend. <laughs> and her friends just looked at me and she was like, oh, okay, <laughs> and picked it up and put it in the trash. But it's also that thing, too, that I hope other people, if my kids are out being assholes, that they someone will say something. It. Yeah. Because. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So call it out, I think, when you feel. I think that's what it is, is it, it should be intuitive when you know you should say something or not. Yeah. You know, because there are teachable moments everywhere for our kids. Yeah. You know. And speaking of, it's almost Mother's Day. I know. Um, I am bummed you know that, that you're not keeping our tradition of jumping in the ocean. Did you know that um, <laughs> we did that literally today? Really? A year ago? Yeah, I was just looking back at our pictures. Uh, it was today, a year ago, that we... How does that even work? Jumped in the ocean. Because it's always on Sunday. It's not on a date. So. That's true. That's what's different. In the Mexican culture, it's always the same day, May 10th. Oh. Mm-hmm. Rick would hate that. Yeah, Alexia hates it. <laughs> Alexia hates it. But yeah, so because it's on Sunday, last year, the 20, the 9th, the 20, the 9th was on Sunday. Wow. I know. And you're going to be in Sedona. I'm so jealous. I'm yeah, I'm so, so excited. excited for you. It's going to be an amazing trip with your mom and your sisters. Yeah. Honestly, your mom is my goal. She is... <laughs> When I think of a mother, and I have a, a couple of clients with three daughters specifically, and like their relationship with their daughters is very much like yours with your mom. And I just love that. Like, it just gives me so much hope with my girls to have yeah. that kind of relationship with them. Yeah. But that's good that you have hope because I feel like I, I have fear. <laughs> Of not living up to it. Yeah, it's very hard. I can when imagine you have an amazing mom to like I then mother children and feel like yeah anything less than what she did for us and created for us. How beautiful like, is that oh, though? That a she's very been high able to standard that. that she set. Yeah, but very you are standard. your mom. 
You have the same heart. <laughs> I don't know. You really do. You do. I think I think your mom has um, a different edge to her. I think you you're gonna get there. Yeah, I can see it. Like your mom knows who she is, what she wants, how to say it. What like she is a very empowered woman, and so just being around her, you sense that. And like, and that's I think that's the beautiful thing as women, as we age, we really come to know ourselves and how we want to present and what we will take and what we won't take. That's and true because how you I feel live. like I look back on our childhood and who she was because when you're like our girl's age, they don't see us as women. They see us as their moms. They don't really right. see us as who we are and what we're going through mm-hmm. in our struggles. And yeah. a lot of that is because we shelter them from mm-hmm. the, from the big part of it. Like, right. you know, it's okay to let them in on a little bit of it, but mm-hmm. um, it just can be scary and a lot if you're telling them all of your thoughts and problems yeah so at the you same, shelter them at the same time though i was just uh i follow the psychologist that was talking about that how it's so important for us as parents to be able to let our children see what it looks like to be in disagreement and then to also yeah get through it and uh figure out how we've navigated the situation yeah because I, then they they think that you you fight and then you go to your rooms and you come out and the next day everything's fine yeah and so they never see the conclusion of it and it's i think about that like it is very important for our children to be part of things uh, but obviously not too much extent, you, yeah. it's the same thing as like when you start having sex conversation you don't give them more than what they ask yeah but it's important to say, you know, what, we're just not just agreeing right now on something and we're working through it and, yeah. you know, it'll all be OK. And yeah. just knowing that you're a part of that process, I think, helps normalize having healthy, uncomfortable conversations with our yeah. kids. But I think, too, like when I was younger, I didn't see my mom for what her life that she was living as a woman and looking back and thinking about some of the things that, that you put her through. <laughs> no, that she was just going, going through. through. And it's like, oh, wow, like I now that I'm her age when she was that I can relate to it takes experience. But then I also talking about with um, people that don't have kids, they want it. They just they just won't know. But it also makes me feel like somehow she raised us with so much love and and comfort and security that Mm -hmm. we didn't feel those things. Mm -hmm. And it's not until now that I'm older that I realize, like, oh, sh- there she had some hard, really hard days, mm-hmm. but somehow she always made us feel so safe. So I just feel like that's that's like a crazy thing to realize is that she wasn't always good and she wasn't always happy, but yeah. somehow she still she never. It's not she never let us see that, but she just like her love was so much that. It overpowered, it overpowered any yeah. uncomfortable feeling that... Well, let me just tell you that from the outside looking in, you're doing just that. <laughs> Thanks. No, I, I, I mean that. Like, you mother your children in such a compassionate yet, like, tough love way. And each of them differently because they're, your children are very different so from each other. opposites, polar opposites. Completely. Yeah. So I watch you do it. And it's almost like we've talked about that imposter syndrome. You just don't give yourself enough credit because what I witness is you being a very conscious, loving, compassionate mother. Okay. You're doing that smile <laughs> that you're like so uncomfortable. <laughs> but honestly, like that's the kind of stuff that 
I think as women, it's so important to, to like highlight that to ourselves because we can also be so judgmental of each other and hard on each other that it's important as women to support each other in our walks as mothers and wives and sisters and whatever, because it like, well, I think too, like the womanhood is you mother your children very well, (laughs) very differently, (laughs) but very differently, not in a bad way, but I think it's good to like, be able to look over and be like, what are you doing over there? And be like, oh, yeah, yeah. like learn from What's that recipe? (laughs) But yeah, I feel like it's nice to have someone else to kind of, it just makes you realize, I don't know. Mm, We're doing okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. I think that's what it comes down to. And, and uh, like you were saying, your children don't know like what you're going through. And I noticed that now, like you haven't gotten there with Allie yet, but Alexia and I can have different conversations now where she sees my struggle as a woman, yeah, not just as a, as her mom, but as a woman. And so I can see her picking things up to where she's like really taking notes of what she wants and what she doesn't want. And she's being an observer. And I think that's really great. Yeah. Cause I don't think I had an example. I mean, I observed what I didn't want. So I guess it was teaching me anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think too, like it, that is a very good point that I feel like is being shared more in the world is not to hide every emotion from your kid. Cause then yeah. how are they ever going to learn? And Oh my gosh, I think it was like a few weeks ago. No, maybe it's been like two months now that I just had like a really hard day Yeah, and I was just curled up in a ball bawling mm-hmm. before putting them to bed. And she came in and she's like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that she's seen me cry in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just having a hard day. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but what's wrong? I'm like, I'm just having a hard day. And sometimes you need to cry and I'll be okay in a second. And she walked away and then I came back in and put her to bed. But in the moment it was like, oh gosh, like mm-hmm. I don't want her to see me upset. But at the same time, it's like, she needs to see that well, there doesn't she- have to be a catastrophe. You can just have an emotion because and then it normalizes her being able to feel that way and just say I'm having a hard day and that you can understand it because sometimes as children I think um adults have and I'm going to speak as a child right now but adults make us feel like our feelings don't matter Mm -hmm. and like they minimize how we feel yeah you know so it's like oh I didn't hit you that hard or I didn't I didn't you know like it's like don't tell me what I'm feeling. Yeah, like I'm if they fall Let me and feel hit their what knee, I'm feeling. it's like, oh, you're not bleeding, you're fine. Yeah. But they're not fine. If they're yeah, crying. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, uh, I really do mother myself with my kids. That's why I always say, like, I, my kids teach me more than I teach them. Yeah. So, my mother's day is, I don't know what. Yeah, what are you going to do? I have no idea. working? Yes. Okay. So, it's a no plan day. Maybe we'll just chill by the pool and do nothing with the girls. Yeah. Take them to the beach. Have a beach I don't day. know if I want to breathe the beach. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no. That Actually, seems like too much work. Out. I don't know. It just seems like too much work. And I would rather just have a day to hang in the house yeah. and make a nice brunch with my girls. I mean, really, it's I'm going to have all three of them. So yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah. That'll be a real Mother's Day. <laughs> You're mothering on Mother's Day. But there are plans, apparently, for me to go have a spa day eventually. So oh, that's nice. I want to go to the Korean spa yeah. so bad. I haven't gone since before. I got pregnant with Gigi, and my skin just, like, I feel like it needs it. Yeah. You don't know what being scrubbed is like until you get a Korean scrub. Oh, I've had one. You've had one? Yeah. I went to a Korean spa, 
I didn't I'm... know I was going until I walked in the door. So oh, no, nobody warned you? I bought a Groupon with my <laughs> friends. And we I would have loved to have been on a, a fly on the wall in the African room. Because you're we 21. Your facial expressions. We are... literally walked in and they hand you a tea towel. And that is it. Oh, no. My Korean spa, you get a set of like almost like pajamas no, to wear during. The time. There was no common area. No, you're butt naked. Oh, I got to take you to mine. Oh, no, it's a common area, but you're naked. Everybody's naked. But men and women. Area. It's It was a woman's only spot. Okay, so the one I go to, um, there's a common area for men and women, and that's where you wear your pajamas. Like, it's like shorts and t-shirt and nothing. Yeah. Very thick. Um, and there's, so in there you wear your clothes. And then there's like the different rooms. There's a salt room, a clay room, a forest room, an ice room. And I forget one other one. And then all the floors are heated. So people are just sprawled out watching Korean dramas. And there's a restaurant in there that has, oh, oh my gosh, the Korean food oh, in no, there. This one was literally like it's amazing. bathtub pool tile all the way around. And then all the pools. But like that was in, in the bathhouse. Yeah. But that's all there was. That's okay. So this is. place then has the bathhouse. And in there you are naked. and But it's just women only. And, and then there's, there's all massage the... tables everywhere. And you're... The massage mas- tables are in the back at this one, and they're all separate. Oh, no, so. they're all right there That's so funny. in one place. You watch everybody <laughs> Oh, my gosh, you went to a terrible place for your first time. Well, no, I don't know if it's but terrible, me- but that's No, but, but I mean for someone like you. Oh, yeah, no, it yeah. was terrible. Yeah, that's what I mean. Me and my best friend went, and I was like, what is this? Like, we thought we got the best deal on Groupon. You did. You just didn't. Like you have to just bucks. appreciate the nakedness. So I took my girls each one separately when they were old enough to go. I haven't taken Gigi yet. And to watch them kind of squirm in their bodies like I did yeah. the first time I went because in my family it wasn't okay to be, like, even in yeah. bathing suits. Like, it was weird. And so, um, like, I walk in and my sister's just, like, totally getting undressed because she's been doing this for a while. And I'm just, like, standing there. I'm like, I think I'm just going to keep my underwear on. I don't know why. Like, it's just like, it just feels that much more safe. safety. Run yeah. safety. And, you know, it's like, so then I, within like a few minutes, I felt silly wearing the underwear. So I took them off and it was the most like freeing experience because I've never embraced my nudity yeah. or my body naked in general. Like yeah. just, I've always felt like it's something to hide. Yeah. I feel like I saw this post on Instagram, this girl I follow, she lives in Arizona, and someone posted about skinny dipping, and she's like, I don't understand why people skinny dip, like, and she just had this whole rant about, like, how weird it is to be naked in front of your family, and, because she's like, and I was like, (laughs) me and my sisters and best friends and aunts and mom, we all grew up just skinny dipping, like, we all, like... We'd go camping and then everybody one day would just be like, let's get naked. And like, it just wasn't weird. And the way that she was like talking about it, it was like, why would you want to be naked first of all, but second in front of your family. And then I'm like, that's like the most safe place to be naked though. Yeah. It just, we just grew up. Well, for most people, that's the thing is it's such a different thing depending on the family you grow up in. So yeah. So the Korean spa for me the first time was a big shocker. And but it also like I felt so great afterwards. So after that, I was hooked and I found different oh ones. Oh, my gosh. But I should take you to mind that we should go with Will and Rick and have them yes. go on the menu. Will loves side. it. No, Will's gone with me. <laughs> We've done it as a date night. It would just be funnier. Because... That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to see each other naked. I don't know if they're on that level. 
<laughs> they might be like, hey, man, what you got going on? <laughs> like the extra push they need to just like be on our level, maybe. I don't think they would do it. You don't think honest. so? I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so. I don't know. We'll have to check in with them, but well, now they won't. They're like they're setting us up for something. No, but I, I mean, Will I loves the Korean spot. I just don't know how he would feel about going with someone he knows. Yeah, that's what makes. But it's it... so interesting. Why? Because I would go with you. I've gone with with a couple of my girlfriends. Yeah, why is it different? I, don't, I think women are are feel safer with each other, and we don't have to compare the size of any of our, our, our things. Particles. <laughs> particles. Our... <laughs> Oh I don't gosh. know why that word came to my head. I don't have a particle. I have a particle. <laughs> Appendages. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. Okay. Like, definitely your boobs hang down lower than mine. Because <laughs> I don't have any boobs. And you do. Oh so apparently, okay. wait, hold on. Aiden apparently told Gigi that you had bigger boobs than me. <laughs> like, yours were much bigger than mine. Oh, my God. So <laughs> we watched so this dog on Instagram, Tucker. We watch it every night before we go to bed. We watch yeah. the stories for the day. And the lady always, ref- their owner always refers to, like, their they have, like, big chest hair. They're golden retrievers. They have big, fluffy uh-huh. chest hair. And she always calls them chesticles. <laughs> and chesticles. so every time she says it, Aiden goes, ah, chesticles instead of testicles. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> At least he gets it. He gets it. He for sure gets it. Yeah. So yeah, it's like now Gigi will randomly in places. Boys have peanuts. Girls have vaginas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, honey. Yes, they do. I'm like, oh, geez. Okay. So while we're on the topic, I have a post to read to you that I saw on Facebook. Oh, I love your post that you find. It fits right in with the Korean spa theme. Okay. Kind of. Okay. So it says, okay, here it is. And this person posted anonymously. She said, has anyone ever gotten extremely aroused to the point of finishing while getting a pedicure? Uh, hell no. <laughs> she said last week what? was the second time it happened to me. I had to hold it in until the massage, the foot massage was done. Talk about inner turmoil. And I can't even begin to imagine how... That I wonder if is this possible. was it the same person that was doing it, or I wonder if there's a pressure point they know about that they're not sharing. <laughs> I can't even. That is interesting. Either this lady gets no touch at all, <laughs> or it's her, like you like, know how men like you could just some spot that was supposed and... to be up there was like accidentally put in her foot when she was made in the womb. You know what I mean? <laughs> like she's got I... an extra. I don't know, but that, I mean, either she needs some love and attention, which she could be giving herself. I could need all the love and attention in my life, and I would not feel like a foot massage does it for me. But you know what? There are... (sighs) A foot massage? I have witnessed somebody receive a foot massage and was literally, hmm, oh, (laughs) yeah. It was very uncomfortable. And I was just like, I looked at Will and I was like, what is happening? This is so uncomfortable. Makes me feel. I don't want my feet touched. Even when I go get a pedicure, like I like scrub it as fast as possible. Or usually I scrub my own feet before I go because I don't like the two things are just not connected for me. I I don't understand. But maybe that explains why people have a foot fetish. Maybe they have like something, some extra nerve endings down there that make. 
No, but people that have a foot fetish, you're usually referring to the person that likes to look at the feet. They like to do lots of things to the feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they like to just look at them. Do yeah. you think that's where it ends? No, because then it's like, can I suck your toes? <laughs> Well, right. that is very interesting. I, I don't know. I, I hope, read that I hope and that I was girlfriend like... figured it out. But why only the, the last two times? What's different the last two times? Okay. I need more. I need more background information <laughs> before I can have a conclusion. Okay, this is the other thing that um, had me wondering because I've heard it twice now on two different spaces. Uh, when oh you, <laughs> <laughs> when you go to your woman's annual exam mm -hmm. and do your pap smear and all yeah. that do they stick their finger in your butthole hell no <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'd remember that <laughs> apparently that's normal maybe it's normal now <laughs> maybe it's more popular that they have to do it now i don't I know i saw this girl and she was like i'm shook Either I that or it's like, it that... reminds me of uh, Joey's Taylor and <laughs> friends. It's, nobody knows. <laughs> they do not cup it when they're doing the inseam, okay? <laughs> but she was like, I told my friend and she was like, no, that's not supposed to happen. And she was like, no, when I get my exam, they've always done it. But then there's She's like, got a sicko doctor. No, but then there's like been a few other people that have said it and it's not the same okay, doctor. question. Are they answering on their questionnaire that they have anal sex? Maybe that's what, what it is. Is that on the I questionnaire? I feel like it is. I've never seen that. I feel like it is. They s I've never seen that. Well, I'm due for mine soon, so I will let you know what's on the questionnaire. You should ask the doctor. I will. Just be like, are you going to put your finger i'm not gonna ask her that but i or say ask her why yeah like, why do some doctors do it and yeah others and then she's gonna be like what doctors do yeah that? report them to the board <laughs> <laughs> that is i feel like but no i would definitely remember that but i would remember I have that had at least five doctors because we've moved all over the place and that has never happened yeah right? me either but it's no, i've it, had at least three children so and that's never happened in all my no but i Any visits if you google like it's a thing that they do but why it's would they because they're checking for something <laughs> for polyps I don't know. Polyps. they're checking maybe at a certain age what age were these people our age Oh, fuck i don't know either my doctor's not doing a good enough <laughs> job or their doctors are doing too good of a job <laughs> that's what that's telling me i just can't imagine that i've had five doctors across the whole united states and not do you think you don't feel it if they do it they should tell you if, if do they like shove that. it all the way up like, i which don't finger? know <laughs> there's some i have so many questions <laughs> There's no way. Do I go? There's no way that they're just doing it and never telling you. No, you would. They feel literally it. tell you everything they're doing in the other hole. So why wouldn't they be like? By the way, I'm about to. Because according to the kids, it doesn't count if you have anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I just thought I'd see because I was thinking that maybe you'd be like, yeah, it's normal. I've never heard of that. <laughs> And if it's happened to me, I'm unaware. All right. Well, you're going to have to report back to us. I will. Absolutely. I want you to ask your doctor. Well, this was a very... <laughs> it took a very sharp turn. 
<laughs> to the red room. Oh Speaking of sex toys, oh my gosh, sex chairs in in real estate posts. Well, how do you deal with okay, that? Yeah, this is a PSA. If you think that your sex chair is, a is at the point. end of your master bed, yeah, and people think it's a footrest or a bench, we know what it is. <laughs> Put it in your closet. Put it like, away for why? the photos. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't to me. need to be there. And I feel like Unless they 90% are just of the people who saw my, because I posted a picture of it in one of our, it wasn't our house, but someone, one of our clients is buying it. Uh-huh. So it's the people who are selling it who posted have the picture that. of it. Yeah. And I posted it on my Instagram story, and I feel like only 10% of people thought it was funny, and the other 90 did, had no idea what it was. You didn't even know what it was. I didn't, but I figured. I was waiting for your reaction. I didn't know, but And then I, I looked, and you saw my story, and you didn't say anything, and then yeah. I was disappointed. Sorry. So then I had to... <laughs> but Will did. <laughs> but His, like, in the inbox. I got Amazon. some funny, I got... <laughs> What is this giant box being delivered? Oh, it's our new um, bench. Ottoman. Our, our new... We got an, I got us a new ottoman. You bench. know how I like black leather things. I just can't, like... You can't have that when you have young children. They would think it's a slide. Yeah, which would be fine. <laughs> Double duty. Mm, Why not? I don't know. It's, you can sanitize so, it. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> but I think 90% of the people who saw my post were like, I don't get it. Yeah, it was. It, you know what stood out to me? It was very out of theme for the room. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't even go. It's not like the same color scheme. Like, it's not like it just stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah, it did. It looks like a whale. <laughs> yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> all right. Well, happy Mother's Day to all the Mama yeah. Lemon drops out there. Hope you all have a good Mother's Day. And we'll report back. And if you feel like a finger up your butt is normal. You need to tell us. We need to know. We, we need, need to, to do a know poll. If this is... I need to talk to a gynecologist and find out just for research purposes. Research purposes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm in the field reporting back live. <laughs> oh Thanks, Lemon Drops, for listening this week. Remember, be kind, stay curious, and live unfiltered. <laughs>